This is Looking for Christ, a podcast that seeks to deepen faith as we look for Christ in all of Scripture. My name is Zach, and I'm here with my good friend and pastor, Oren. And today, we're going to be starting a new series in the Gospel of John. And we're introing the Gospel, but we're starting in an interesting place. We're starting in the end of John. And I'll read the text, and you'll, you'll see why. John 20, verses 30 and 31. Jesus performed many other signs in the presence of his disciples that are not written in this book, but these are written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that by believing, you may have life in his name. So why don't you talk through, uh, intro this for us, Oren. Yeah, so uh, this Sunday we'll um, start, um, or this, we've started the uh, Gospel of John, and as an introduction we want to look at why the book was written. So John's inspired by the Holy Spirit to write down these words of truth. And you don't always get an explanation in the Bible as to why the book was written that necessarily. Uh, Luke's gospel includes an introduction where Luke writes to his friend Theophilus. So he tells us who he's writing to and kind of why he's writing it. Uh, Matthew and Mark don't really tell us a purpose, a direct purpose for writing the book. But John does. He does it at the very end. And he tells us here that he does it so that people may believe. Um, and so it's, it's helpful for us to, to know this. And we're always grateful when we have an explanation because you see the intent of the author's words, which is one of the, the main um, ways in which we interpret scripture is to understand author, authorial intent. What's the intent of the words? You can get down to, to the real meaning of it. Um, and so John's purpose in writing this gospel is so that we can know who Christ is and believe in him or believe that we may have life in his name. And so ultimately, John's gospel is written for the purpose of faith in Christ. And that's helpful for us so that everything that we study and read from Genesis, from John 1 to the very end, chapter 21, we know the purpose of why John wrote it. It's so that we may believe, believe something about Christ. Um, his deity, his humanity, his miracles, um, the truth of which he distills for us in this book is meant for is meant for us to have our faith strengthened or that we may find faith. And we'll talk about this more in a minute, but um, the debate about whether it was written for the sort of initial faith in Jesus or a continued faith in Jesus. And I think you and I would agree that it's both in this case. And we'll talk more about that here in a moment. Um, and, and so ultimately, when it comes down to it, John tells us in, in, in verses 30 and 31 of chapter 20 why he wrote the book, which is helpful for believers and for unbelievers. Yeah, and what I like about this is um, I was reading a commentary by D.A. Carson. I'll send a um, picture of the book on our, our social media at some point because I am taking a hiatus from the uh, – from social media for uh, for about a month. We'll see. Okay, we'll see. We'll see if I go longer. <laughs> no, I, I have no problem making thirty days, no, but we'll see if uh, we'll see if we continue it. Uh, but he he talks about how it's interesting that this would be placed here uh, because the book of John is a book of several signposts. Yeah. Like we see several signs yeah. of Jesus, and and that first line in thirty one. But these are written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Messiah. Um, mm-hmm. So there's this sense of it's evangelistic to a certain group of people, to, to the Jewish people, mm-hmm. to believe in Jesus as the Messiah, the coming Savior. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it, uh, Carson talks about it. it's interesting that this would be placed here because it's almost as if saying, John is saying that this is the, the summation of my theology, mm-hmm. and it's also the pinnacle 
of the signs because this is right after um, the the uh, death burial and resurrection yep. of Jesus exactly. the ultimate sign yep. so that's it's we get a summation of John's theology and we also get this statement this um, summarized statement after the pinnacle yeah. of the sign yeah and it's interesting that in verse 30 John tells you he didn't include everything in there because mm-hmm. there's no way you could yeah you, you can't there isn't enough room in any book in the world to include everything that Jesus said and did, even in the years of ministry, the three years, three and a half years of ministry he had on earth. And so John is saying this in itself is a summary, but it's enough. Yep. It's sufficient That's the for thing. you to, it's to, sufficient. to believe. Yeah. You don't need more than what um, what, what what the Bible give, give, gives us here. That's what heaven will be for. Exactly. And which <laughs> I, think, I think it was, I can't remember who said that we will spend eternity learning more about God because mm. he's so infinitely unknowable. Yeah. Yeah. That we'll just our attorney will be knowing more and more about God, which yeah. is a fascinating thought to me. Um, and so, in the presence of the disciples, they see who Jesus is, and these were written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ. And so, it takes me back immediately to the I am statements, the seven I am statements mm. in John's gospel I am the way, truth, and the life, I am the resurrection, and the life, I'm the bread of life, I'm the good shepherd. Jesus tells us who he is, why? So that we may believe in him, mm. right? He tells us foundationally, fundamentally, who the Christ is. We see the, the prophecies of the Christ in the, in the Old Testament. We see the prophecies of Christ in John, I mean, in, in, in John, John the Baptist, which we'll look at in, in John chapter 1. But we see Jesus himself making the claims about who he is. For what reason? But that we may believe. We may believe in him, yeah. which is the way at which you have life. You have life in his name because you believe in him. Yeah, and it's interesting to see the distillation of all of John's theology here. Yep. Um, he's got a goal. Yeah. He's got a purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, and it begs the question, like, is that my goal? Mm-hmm. Is that my purpose? That That's others right. around me, um, that that my desire for them would be to know, mm-hmm. uh, that for them to believe in Christ, yeah. that he is the Messiah, that he is the Son of God, and that by believing in him, you'll have life. Yeah. Um, and so that's an important question for me to ask myself every day. Mm-hmm. Um, but John does it so effortlessly throughout this narrative, throughout his book. Um, that it, in some ways, it, it helps me know how to go about my day. Yeah, exactly. From beginning to end, that's my purpose. There's there's theological instruction that has um, a, a moral bearing to it, right? Like it affects how you live. Mm. It's not just 30,000 foot view of who Jesus is, go, that's a good thought. It actually affects who you are and how you live because he says that you may have life in his name Mm. and that doesn't necessarily, or doesn't only refer to eternal life with God after you die. It means you have life in his name today. Mm. So it has effect on how you live your life day by day. There's lessons for us to learn here. So Matthew was known for a lot of parables, a lot of uh, speaking of Christ as the king, and a lot of parables were used to describe. He uses more parables than any of the other gospels. John uses them too, but John makes a lot of uh, sort of definitive testimonials. Jesus himself saying, this is who I am. This is what I came to do. Mm -hmm. And so one of the questions that I'm going to have to address is, what does it mean to believe? And this is a a question we'll have to ask all along the way in John's gospel. Mm. What does it mean to believe, right? Like what is what is what is John getting at that you may believe? Believe what? Mm. And to what end, right? Um, that's an important question because I think if you look at the theological landscape of our Western culture, 
man, there are a million different definitions of what belief is. Mm. So we have to use that word distill, distill all of what John teaches us to a point. What does he mean when he says that you may believe? And what does that lead to? What is what effect does it have in your in your life? If your belief in Jesus is only so that you get out of hell, for instance, mm. then then John's teachings aren't going to have a lot of effect on your on your daily life because you, you you're using Jesus as a means to get out of eternal torment, right? Mm-hmm. But that's not the point of this. It's that you may have life, and that life affects you now, today. Yeah. What kind of life? Spiritual life that you may be John three born again, right? Mm. Uh, born of the water, a birth, natural birth. Born of the spirit, spiritual birth. To what end? That you may live your life in this world, in this time, for the glory of the Messiah Jesus. And so this this letter, and this, this, sorry, this, this this gospel has such an incredible um, effect on us because of who Jesus is, mm. which John goes out of his way to make sure we understand both the humanity and the deity of Christ. Um, and, and so my, my hope in this series, um, however long it takes us to get through all 21 chapters of John is that we will draw closer to the person of Jesus as we study his own words and what he tells us about who he is and what he's come to do. Yeah. And I keep going back to you know, his main purpose is to let other people know about Jesus so that they may believe what must I believe about Jesus in order to have that be my main goal. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, he must be everything to me. He must be life itself. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I want to experience that. Mm -hmm. I want to experience that level of union Mm -hmm. with God. Yeah, that's good. Um, and I get that by studying the scriptures, mm-hmm. um, by fellowship with other believers, by prayer. Um, I can experience that sort of union with God, the same sort of union with God that John had that led him to, that this was his sole purpose mm-hmm. that others might know Christ. It's so helpful too. If you want to, if you want to see a parallel, read the letters of, of John later in the, in the, in the new Testament, mm. for, first John, especially there's so many echoes of the gospel in the letter, but what the letter does is address to the church. So unlike the gospel here, which I believe is for both for believers to continue in faith, as we said before, and for unbelievers to come to faith in Jesus, John's first letter is meant for the church to continue walking in the, the ways of Christ, which they discover in the letter, I mean, mm. in in I'm sorry, in in, in the gospel, mm. the gospel tells us who Jesus is and why we should live this way, and then the letter of First John sort of lines out why it matters in your life day by day, and so if you want a parallel to kind of read alongside the Gospel of John, you can read John's first letter, especially, but already both 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 of them can help you see um, how this knowledge of Christ applies to your daily life. Yeah. To, to, the, to the point you made that you want to live in that reality every day. And yeah. You want to have that real spiritual life in you every day. Yeah. And so it helps us to draw closer to Christ by knowing him more. And that's, that's true of any relationship, isn't it? Like personal relationships with other people, you get to know people by spending time with them. Mm. Well, that's how we approach the gospel of John is we're spending time with Jesus to know more about Jesus. Yeah. And, and we had mentioned that, uh, a big emphasis in John is, is lifting him up. Yes. Um, is lifting Christ up, lifting the Messiah up. Um, and as he's being lifted up, that's what we're wanting to turn our eyes to, which is the big focus of this, of this podcast. Yeah. 
Um, do you have anything else you'd like no, to I add? Mean, to, to that point, John chapter 1, John the Baptist lifts Christ up. Behold the Lamb of God who comes to take away the sin of the world, right? And then right after that, Jesus te- testifies he must be lifted up. Mm. And, and so throughout the Gospel of John, Christ is exalting what he came to do. Mm. He's exalting himself, but not in an arrogance, a sort of um, uh, self-righteous way. He's lifting himself up as the servant of God that through him you may have life. Yeah, um, and I love some of the stories in John. John six is got some really, really heavy, heavy, hard language about eating his flesh and drinking his blood. You know, mm-hmm. and people are like just revolted by this. And I love in John six where he says, at the very end, after all the crowds have left him and all the disciples remain, and he says, "Will you too also leave me?" And Peter says. Where else will we go? You have the words of life. Hmm. And so it's like this this doubling down on the person of Christ. And so what I'm hoping for is that we would double down on our belief in Jesus through this series and draw closer to him, but also become um, um, aware of the people around us who don't know the Lord as Messiah, as King, and that, they, that we would seek to reach them as well with, with the truth of the gospel. Amen. And so as Christ is lifted up, Lord, help us to turn our eyes to Jesus. Mm-hmm.